0: i Ellen Sentier, the Heartful Badass Coach. Being badass is about being the real you. Being strong, feisty, confident, knowing your own truth and walking it. Feeling the fear and doing it anyway. With a heart full of joy and boundaries that really work. I learned how to be the real me through telling and writing stories. And now I'm a best selling author as well as a badass psychotherapist and coach. I tell stories a lot in podcasts and blogs and in the coaching programs I do. Being authentic, living your own story, that's being the real badass you. And being real badass is being full of heart, caring. Because we've lived through all that shit, haven't we? So we know it in our bones. And we really do truly feel compassion. So come on, let's do some badassery. Let's change ourselves and watch the whole world change around us. Let's make our lives, our businesses and our hearts sing. Well, it's my lucky day today. I've got Victoria Bennion. Now, you may not know Victoria. I know her now quite well. Um, but uh, I'm always getting to know her better. Who is she? Well, what I know about her, she's the founder of the Victoria Bennion Podcast Agency. I really fell over my words there, didn't I? Never mind. She founded and runs the Victoria Bennion Podcast Agency. And if you're looking to do podcasts, we'll learn more about it in a minute. But I really recommend. She's based in the UK, but she deals with people all over the world. And as I gather, but we'll find out more in a minute, Victoria trains a journalist and a marketer and a social media manager, Um, all things I don't know much about. So great learning here. And she's been helping people, expert business owners, coaches, authors, all those people to reach their goals for 20 years. And then, she found the power of podcasts. That's a really good phrase, and I still can't stop (laughs) talking. The power of podcasts, let's get there. (laughs) And so she took some courses, book marketing, and really got going with it, and really experienced the phenomenal impact podcasts can make. And now they've become just her sole focus. And she's helped loads of People. Her, she and her team have helped loads and loads, hundreds of podcast people and authors and coaches and business owners and all sorts of people build their platforms and share their messages around the world because that's what podcasts do. And I'm one of those people and I'm really liking it. And Good. I thought, why don't I have Victoria as one of my powerful women? Because for me, she is. She's Thank powerful, you. And she's helped me be powerful. But I want to ask a weird questions, Victoria.
1: <laughs> okay, we've
0: just heard all about the stuff about you, but who is Victoria right. inside? Who is this woman who does this crazy, marvelous, wonderful stuff?
1: Such an interesting question. Well, firstly, thank you so much for having me. Um, it's I'm really honoured that you um, you invited me on, and um, it's great working with you. Obviously, who am I? So oh well i'm a am a mother um i'm a, i'm a wife as well as running a business um i would say i'm an introvert ah mm-hmm. interesting I've, i'm a reader i love books i always have if dabbled with writing i like to write um i like nature i think i think that probably sums me up really so an introverted wild woman. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> like how you say it, so much better. <laughs> how does that feel? Does introverted yeah. wild woman feel like what you are? I think it does. Yes. Yeah. I, it's, we live near the sea. That's always been really important to me. Nature. We lived in London for a while, which has you know great benefits. Loved for that time of my life, but really needed to be back where I could see the sea.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can understand that. I lived in London for 20-odd years, and um, we used to come out, as I'm sure you did. Yeah. But it's not the same as when you wake up in the morning and you can see nature around you. That's it. Mm. Um So what does nature actually bring to you? What do you feel? What does it do inside?
1: I find it really calming. Mm. So... You know, it's really helpful for me to break the day up and go for a walk along the seafront. You know, I can see, uh, see the waves, hear the waves, feel the salty air on your face. Uh, it's just rejuvenating. Yeah. My aunt always calls it, um, Prozac, natural Prozac.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. That's really good. I I tend to agree with you. I don't live near the sea, so I'm horribly envious of you there because Mm. I do love the sea, but I do have nature all around me.
1: Mm. And like you, because is your work based at home, Victoria? Yes. Yes, I should have said that. So I am at home, yes, all day, So which is great. And um, having two children, it really, it's got that flexibility. Mm. Uh, Yes, but then I can duck out and
0: go for a walk on the beach. Lovely. I think that's one of the things, isn't it? That you can actually sort of say, okay, finish that job. Mm -hmm. Um, Before I get on with the next one, I'm going for a walk down the lane or around the garden or on the beach and that sort
1: of thing. People don't seem to do that enough, do they? Now, no, it's easy, isn't it, to get into what you're doing and forget to actually take some time out for yourself as well. Mm. As I don't know about you, but I come back and I'm more productive. I can focus better.
0: Yeah, yeah. Even if I, I mean, I even if I haven't gone far. I've got a fairly big garden. I've got a pond, mm-hmm. and sort of, oh. and you know, take a cup of tea, sit by the pond, even if it's cold. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening to the pond, and I'm watching what's going on and seeing the birds around me. And I come back in and all those problems that I was having with, how am I going to say this? What am I going to do? What am I going to do with this thing?
1: And suddenly like, oh, it's just like this. That's it. It somehow speeds up that processing, doesn't it? It does. Do you encourage your podcasters to do this as well? Oh, I don't know if I encourage them. I, I, maybe we should talk about it more. Maybe I've certainly had clients who are into wild swimming. Lovely,
0: yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I'm too chicken to do that. I've I've thought about it, but you know, in the cold, <laughs> I hate being cold. No, no, I couldn't do that either. So, yeah,
0: we've got. It's a funny old thing that because we've got near us, we've got what's called a wild swimming pool, which was oh. built and all this sort of thing. I think that's not wild swimming.
1: You
0: know, wild swimming is like going out at yes, six o'clock in the yeah. morning onto the beach or down Absolutely. To the river. Yeah. And it it is wild because there's only wild around you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Fully agree.
0: Yeah. And um, so it's a bit sort of weird. I I went there once because there was a meeting and I thought, no, this is, it's full of plants and everything. Mm -hmm. It's like a swimming pool full of plants. Oh, how strange. (laughs) (laughs) no 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 it's like going to the river or that we've got a couple of big lakes
1: what do you have around there for wild swimming where are you can you tell us about where you are yeah sure so I'm in Dorset I'm in uh Weymouth in Dorset which is right on the south coast Mm -hmm. yes so around us so very near where I live we've got the beach and then we have um a nature reserve as well we're really quite spoiled and Yeah, there's just lots of really beautiful places in Dorset, as you probably know. Yeah, I do. And uh, which one is your favourite to go to? Me, it's uh, the water usually wins, (laughs) the sea, yes. The beach near us is called Overcombe Beach. Mm -hmm. So Weymouth Beach um, is the sandy beach Mm -hmm. and it's a lovely bay and it attracts a lot of visitors. Mm -hmm. And we live further along and it's a pebbly bit so you get more it's quieter it's more local people so it doesn't get too overcrowded usually so it's usually space
0: yeah yeah and um, i don't know I, I was brought up near the sea so i, I do know mm-hmm. that and the pebbly beach is so different to the sandy beach yes and it's yeah. like creatures on it as well that's right it's
1: very different
0: yeah do you get rock pools on the pebbly beach
1: we don't up at Overcombe. No, it's it's so slanted. I think that might be why. Yeah. Uh, further along, if you keep going along, I think that you can find rock pools. Yeah. yeah. And we're not far from Lulworth Cove, about yeah. 20, 15, 20 minutes. So obviously, they have the rock pools, and that's yeah. lovely to go to. It is. It can get very crowded, though. Oh, it? yes. I think it was put on one of those best beached lists um, in COVID. Yeah. And you probably saw all that in the news. Yeah. And then they were just inundated. I don't think there's ever been such that amount of visitors hitting Lodworth's mm-hmm. Um, Yes. Yeah, so it can get really busy these days. That that can be difficult, can't it? Because
0: we're talking about, you know, it's peaceful. Mm hmm feel better and more peaceful when you've
1: yes but you don't if you've been like sort of no, fighting for your patch on the beach no absolutely you don't no Lulworth is i always think is quite good if it's in season go in the evening something like that for a quiet walk yeah and i
0: knew it long 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 ago um when it didn't used to get so crowded but it's always been popular because it's so beautiful yes but now I think I'd probably go on a Monday morning at dawn in January
1: (laughs) ah yes (laughs) that's going to be the best time (laughs) perishing cold of course or most likely so
0: yeah yeah how do you find that you you, you've done the podcast business how Mm -hmm. did you find that change because you were doing all the other stuff beforehand and then Tell us about how you found podcasting and, you know, experience.
1: All right. Uh, So at the time I was focusing on general marketing and social media mm-hmm. and I had a couple of author clients and I'm always looking to update skills and I did a book marketing course a chap called Tim Gral runs it I don't know if you've come I've, across him I've known I, I don't know of yes. yeah I know of him he's very good so I took one of his courses and one of the elements was being a guest on podcasts To promote your book to grow your own audience, so I suggested to a client that I had that we tried it out. And actually, one of uh, there was another member of the course who had written a book, and he posted in the Facebook group. He was looking for some help with getting booked on podcasts. He didn't have the time because he was running a business. So I said, "Well, I can give it a go. We can try." So I had the two of them, and I started booking them on podcasts, and it worked really well for them. So I, I started by following the instructions in the course and then it evolved. Yeah. Yeah. Do you find that's really good? I and
0: mean, we've probably both done lots of things where, you know, this is the stuff that you learn in the book.
1: Mm-hmm. This is yes. like the
0: recipe for the Victoria Sandwich Cake or whatever. That's it. A... And um oh, that was a nice pun, wasn't it? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um but uh you get the recipe and mm-hmm.
1: then you start to grow and you start to do things your way that's right you start to test it don't you and what's working what could we do better mm-hmm. I mean the first podcast we pitched definitely wasn't in the best way uh I even even pitched a podcast that didn't have guests oh that was a high point yes <laughs> that's <laughs> so, <you know>. interesting <laughs> yeah that is a nice response and um you know we used to maybe start it with i love your love your podcast whereas you know we're much more specific now what what do you love about the podcast and if i think you know you've just discovered it we say we've just discovered it and really enjoyed your episode on and this was what we really liked about it so trying to make a connection mm. with the host and rather you know than just spamming them um so that's just one kind of one tweak well I think that's a brilliant tweak and it's something that is
0: it works right across all sorts of relationships because mm-hmm. um I find it just I I use LinkedIn as I'm sure you do um and you can find you know you want some connections and that sort of thing and you can just rush up to people and say I want to connect I want to connect I want to connect yes and um, they're just sort of thinking, you know, stuff comes out. Who like. are you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Why? Who? Yeah. yeah. Um, whereas if you've sort of looked at them and maybe followed them, maybe seen a few of their posts, maybe answered a few of their posts and, you know, they've talked about a topic you like, and you've started something, haven't you?
1: Yes. Yeah. That's really good advice. And it, it's, it is for all relationships. Mm. I think so. I agree with you. I think it's important to build the relationships and just be genuine. and oh, That's so hard. How do you find
0: it? Being, being Victoria? I mean, we're, we're still talking about who is Victoria. So how is it being Victoria?
1: Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. I think something that, something I suppose that I've learned doing this is as I mentioned I'm quite introverted Mm -hmm. so the clients that I started working with uh, I would say one was an introvert but one was very used to speaking on stages he got his energy from that Mm -hmm. so often it's a mix I would say our clients Um, some are very experienced in in speaking for others it's I really want to do podcasts but I don't know if I'm how polished I am how confident I am to do this to speak to loads of people you know that kind of thing and I probably would have more of those challenges and I think it's okay part of my journey has been to realize that it's actually okay to be who you are with you know you don't have to be a natural speaker to build a business to be successful and you can kind of learn and grow as you go and actually with podcasts it is it's you and me having a conversation right now so even if you're introverted you're shy you're not sure you can probably manage that just forget about the listeners that are going to hear the episode
0: yeah and then I find as well too I'm I'm not exactly introverted but Mm -hmm. on the other hand um I'm the sort well I'm I'm one of the people who sort of said lockdown what's different
1: yes (laughs) (laughs) yeah apart from having the children home I know exactly what you mean it made no no difference to my working day (laughs)
0: no and I do live in the middle of nowhere I mean I'm Mm -hmm. I'm a quarter of a mile up a mud track which most people don't believe there's really a house at the end of Um, so I'm not surrounded by people and that's Mm -hmm. that's me that's how I like yeah it is it's worth thinking like. I listen to podcasts, um, you know, if I'm just sort of sitting doing nothing or mm-hmm. car or something like that. And I enjoy the ones that are really chatty. Yes. And, not. Mm-hmm. and um, so it's worth when you're on one, at least I found it so, because yeah, made, made me guest on lots of things. <laughs> is nice. Um, it's just like, remember, I enjoyed listening to these chats. Yes. Other people will enjoy listening to them too. That's really good advice. Mm, yeah. I think it sort of helps because you're not different. Yes. You know, you are the same and that sort of thing. What other advice do you give people? Because uh well, let's bring it in now. With, okay. Um Victoria's started a new programme of teaching us people who (laughs) want to guest on podcast or who want to have guests on podcast, do this, do that. Have you remembered this? And all this kind of stuff. Really useful. I mean, this is like part of the recipe for me. So how do you help people with this? Tell us a bit about the
1: program. Okay. So the program is, it's divided into three sections. Uh, We call prepare, pitch and deliver. so we talk through how to prepare to be a guest on podcast so what do you need to have as your foundation Mm. so we look at what are your goals for being a podcast guest it's a good idea to have these in mind before you get going with a strategy uh we look at your digital footprint we get you to have a little look at when someone searches you what comes up what yeah. what's a host going to see because likely when they get your pitch if they think ah oh, ellen she looks great for my show let me google her <laughs> or they're going to they'll at least click your links so yeah. you want to make sure that what shows up is what you want to show up if you had an old business that's not connected to it and that's going to come up and that might be a bit confusing for hosts close that down if you've got any photos on your social media that don't really reflect your brand perhaps you know wild nights out or (laughs) something like that that aren't fitting with your brand you might want to take them down or make them private those kind of things so that's some of the foundations who is it that you want to talk to as well do you know who who is your target audience because podcasts have such niche audiences that you can really appear on the right shows and talk to the right people so but to start with you need to know who those people are indeed so that's just some of the things we do with the preparation part yeah um and then obviously pitching so i think this is where people think right Gonna do podcast interviews. I'm just gonna go in and start pitching. And you need to lay those foundations first. Yeah. And then it's a good idea to put together a one sheet, which What's a one I say, well one sheet. If you have a speaker sheet, if you're a speaker, it's fairly similar. So it's a one one page PDF,
0: right? Which
1: has your biography, mm-hmm. your headshot, mm-hmm. where Someone can go to connect with you, your social media links, your phone number, your website. If you have a podcast, you could put your podcast on there. And then importantly, um, potential topics and questions that Mm. you could talk about on a podcast if you're invited on. It's a really good idea to put this together and send it out with your pitch. Because Mm. when a host reads down it, they can get an idea of how an interview with you could go, how it would fit in. With their uh, other episodes and their goals for their podcast, yes. so we give some advice in the program on putting that together, as lo- uh, as well as templates that you can use, Canva templates to yeah. put it together. Yeah. And then, how should you pitch? I mean, it's not that there's a right or a wrong way, but as I said, we went in. Well, I went in not with the best pitches to start with, which I've refined and built on after. Okay feedback, reading books, <laughs> going to courses, that kind of thing. So we we do have a sort of a suggested pitch that you can tailor. Um, but also again, it doesn't have to be via email that you pitch. It can be a video pitch, it can be via social media. It really however the host the host may say how they want to be pitched to. They may have a form for you to complete Or you can choose a method that makes most sense for you. How do you feel you come across best? Mm. If you're comfortable with video, I always think a face is kind of hard to say no to. (laughs) And yes, so (laughs) (laughs) I I could go on and on. We look at scheduling, how Mm. to manage your bookings,
0: Mm.
1: not being afraid of following up, because I think when you're doing it yourself, particularly, you can think that if a pitch arrived and you haven't heard back that they obviously don't want you on as a guest Mm. when actually hosts are busy doing other things running businesses and they may not have had chance to get back to you your email then may have been missed pushed down the inbox so a polite reminder is always fine Mm. yeah you know and then we look at how to deliver how to be a good guest what makes a good guest
0: well, here we have well, a
1: <laughs> well. As a host, you probably you probably have your own thoughts on what you like from a guest.
0: Um, I do. Um, oh, that's really difficult. <laughs> on the spot, good girl. Okay. Well... Um, what do I like? I like to chat, mm-hmm. and I like there to be some topics that we're going to talk about which other people are going to be interested in which I may not know anything about Mm -hmm. but I'm interested in and I sure for me that is it but I know some we were talking about one last week some people they have particular things I mean somebody might be really into marketing and you know you've got going to talk about marketing or financing or something like that so that's really important because Mm -hmm. as you say if I was really into financing and that sort of thing, well, we probably have some things in common, but it were, a conversation would yes. be much harder. Between that's true. Us. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's what I thought about it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it and I, yeah. Well, I think also some of the things that we suggest to our clients to be a good guest is that you're going to show up on time yes <laughs> it's when you, yeah when you make the booking do everything you can to keep the booking I know sometimes things come up but don't be making the booking thinking oh I'll change that if I fancy going shopping or something mm-hmm. um Because some hosts won't reschedule with you, you know, anyway, and and you'll annoy them. Make your booking quite quickly. Once you're invited on a show, don't keep the host hanging around because you can look like you're not really that bothered. And also your calendar, the host's calendar may fill up quite quickly. And do you want to go back to the host and say, oh, kind of put it to the bottom of my list and now all your slots are gone? And it's a bit awkward, but so get it in there quickly. When If you get invited on a show, get it in there quickly and send the host what they need. Mm-hmm. If, you know, don't, I've heard of hosts who haven't received biographies and headshots ahead of time and they've asked for them, so they've just cancelled the interview. Yeah. So. With a bit of preparation, you can actually have systems in place to make your life easier, such as put together a media kit folder. Mm. So you can do it on Google Drive, or you can do it on Dropbox, whichever you use, and just save a biography, a, a long one and a short one is a good idea. And yes. a couple of headshots to your one sheet when you've put that together. And if you're an author like you are, Ellen, you may want to have some information about your books, your book cover. That kind of thing. And so when a host is ready for you to book on, all you have to do is share that link. Yeah. Had a, here's my information. And you're not then scrambling to put it all together. And where was my headshot? <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that's a great idea. And
0: nowadays, which I don't know whether it was when you started, but mm-hmm. certainly now you can actually share a Dropbox link with somebody.
1: Yes. Yes, absolutely.
0: Yeah. Just like that. Yes. Instead of, you know, this one, this one, this one, this mm-hmm. one kind of thing. And yes. that is much easier to do. Yes. And yes. it doesn't take that long to, to no, do.
1: No, absolutely. And I don't know about you, the kind of podcasts you listen to, but the ones I listen to, the ones that I remember, are where the host or the guest shares stories. They, they connect, don't they? They stick in your mind. Yeah. So that's another thing that we suggest our clients do is have a few stories up your sleeve, things that you can share, because it's great to share facts and have a couple of statistics to back up what you're saying, but often people remember the stories.
0: They do, they do. And you've actually just beaten me to the poster. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) Guess I was going to say, I'm sure there are stories in your life which have a bearing on what you do and Mm -hmm. um but will really sort of example them for us
1: the stories of what uh sorry (laughs) no it all started with the dog it started with the dog (laughs) i can tell you about the first podcast interview i did for our show the best guest which which didn't quite go to plan (laughs) So Sounds I great. yeah, I started our own podcast because I thought that it would be a great benefit for our clients to come and practice these topics and suggestions that they've said they can talk about Ooh. and it gives us an example to show hosts if they're very new to podcasting. Yeah. so I invited some of my early clients on and I live in quite a busy household so I said I have two children Um, one of them is home a lot of the time he doesn't really um, do school and then I've we've also got my two parents here so yeah it's quite a full household so I found a quiet space it was all set up even printed off signs that said podcast interview, in, you know, in progress. Please be quiet. I told everyone and I'm logged on and I'm midway through the conversation. It's all okay. The equipment's all right. And then the smoke alarm started going up. Oh, and, yeah. know, oh my God. and I thought, do I carry on? Do I stop? I wasn't sure. I was using um, a microphone that I thought might pick, be picking it up. It was a condenser microphone. So yeah. not not the best for all those kind of noises. And then it stopped. I thought, okay, we'll carry on. We'll see what it's like, you know, at the end. And then the floorboard started to creak above me. And my mum my and dad had completely forgotten that I was doing a podcast interview and they were putting things up in the loft, which was right above the room I was in. <laughs> So that was that was really not very relaxing.
0: Oh dear! That, but it's so real, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's the kind of thing that happens. And you know, actually, it didn't ruin the interview. And the microphone—I'd had it. I must have selected the setting that only picks up your voice. Yeah. So it wasn't. It wasn't too bad. It could be edited. Yeah. Yeah. So it was okay. But it's just a bit stressful. But I think those things happen when you do podcast interviews. You have the best intentions, but. <laughs> dog's bark and everything was absolutely
0: perfect and you didn't know anything was happening and suddenly the window cleaner turns up
1: that's right that's right exactly (laughs) oh my
0: god (laughs) no he said roll with it (laughs) um yeah i i had one where i had to stop rolling with it because they actually um had decided to use they're trying to do something to the drain um,
1: oh which is just um, there <laughs> sometimes it is best just to reschedule like, I'm
0: I'm really sorry about this
1: <laughs> you can things like freak weather can also interrupt a podcast recording can't they I had a client and she she logged on with the host started talking and there was just thunder all around her and then the connection went really fuzzy so they just called it a day rescheduled but you can't predict those kinds of things. I think everyone understands weather and drains. And and the fact that my internet suddenly decided it was
0: going to have hysterics. And right. Exactly. And frankly, I think that's one of the lovely things about, about life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's full of these sort of unpredictables. That yes. And people are gradually learning to roll with it. hmm there's less yes. of this sort of military. We're marching now. Yes. You know, we're, step, we're standing to attention now. All this kind. Of, yeah, Suddenly we're not because. Yeah. You know, a tornado's just turned up or something. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, we actually have to connect. But mm-hmm. that's, that actually takes me to something because I want to ask you about this as well because it must be so for podcasting. Connection, as you know, is my big scene. Yes. Uh, we have to connect like you can't do this mm-hmm. thing in isolation of the weather. You can't do this thing in isolation of other people mm-hmm. uh, or the Internet or anything like that. And I think having these accidents and when yeah, I, I had it this morning, I was working with somebody and my laptop when I just turned everything on for everything mm-hmm. going and it was all also sort of fine. And then it. Yeah yeah and it wasn't just a reconnect the zoom it was a mm-hmm. complete reboot for the laptop
1: oh my goodness which was fine but it takes
0: mm. minutes and then yes. it decides that it has to do these updates and do you want that and do you want the other sort of thing
1: yes of i had it. updates running too when i turned mine on and it's like no yes <laughs> and i think I know. I think the only thing you, that you can do, isn't it, is try to get your computer on earlier than you think you need it. As we were saying before, things always take me three times longer than I think. Mm. So if I think it's going to be 10 minutes, allow 30. <laughs> no, I'm pretty much the same. And I still
0: got called oh. out this morning.
1: You, yeah. And sometimes you do, don't you? Sometimes you do. It makes people easier about connecting. Yes. With each other. Life happens. Yes, and it happens to all of us, doesn't it? We all experience the same. Yeah, yeah. it's okay. And how do you find uh,
0: your podcast hosts and your podcast guests feel mm. about that? About this, life happens. Are they? Are they sort of? Oh my god, I'm going to get it wrong, or are they sort of? Well,
1: okay. I think the more you do actually um the more comfortable you are with that and as it was as I was saying at the beginning, really, it can feel really overwhelming, maybe if you're just starting you you know, oh my gosh, things could go wrong and that can throw you and but actually the more you do, you realize actually we can get over that and and that's okay i would I don't think any of our clients have had you know they haven't ever come to me and said, Oh, I was just so terrible. Oh, I'm never going to do it again or anything <laughs> like that. And
0: that's good. That's Yes.
1: Good. Um, usually, but obviously hosts and, and I guess they're all such different people. So, you, you know, with hosts, they're always going to be slightly different. They run their podcasts really differently. Like, you know, as you know, sometimes we'll pitch and they'll book you on that next week. Yes. Some it will be six months down the line and yes yeah and different criteria some will want to give advanced questions, some want an easy chat yeah. and see what it develops so it's it's always different I think it's always it's always surprising so yeah, being like you said, just being okay with that and making connections and yeah
0: feeling just this is life yes, this is life life is and tidy no um no. and nature isn't neat and tidy and yes this neat and tidy thing maybe you know yes mm. we need it to some extent but yes how much yes I was thinking about all the things you were saying about being a good guest and that and you know turning up on time and booking early and yeah I mean I can't imagine going to somebody and saying oh well I, I've just remembered I should have booked a podcast with you yeah how insulting is that
1: I know I know it is isn't it I mean really you know and yet you said you wanted me yeah unfortunately it does happen (laughs) it's part of connection though isn't it yes do you know I I think I mentioned this to you the other day but the worst pictures I've started receiving for our show are these um automated ones that come from an email marketing system like MailChimp. So they just put your address in and just spam it out. And it's my goodness. It was somebody who was a comedian, but it wasn't even so it was pitching a comedian who talked about absolutely nothing to do with podcast interviews, marketing or business, and it wasn't in no way tied. There was no, you know, suggested topics, questions, nothing. And it was signed by somebody called, you know, Frank brown or something and yet it was pitching mary smith yeah yeah but but it and it was just just clearly from an email marketing system and then you get another one and another one and no response if you reply and i think yeah Mm -hmm. so yes about connection as you said it's about connection take the time to connect (laughs) and actually be a real person yes yes because that's it and then you know when you do like reach out to host or you're making these connections you you're starting this relationship aren't they because they often don't know who you are and is it like that it was this person even real I don't know so yeah be a real person
0: (laughs) but it's one thing that um you put up a podcast not very long ago about chat GTP. Oh, GPT, yes. Sorry. Uh <laughs> yeah. Not, not into this yet. And people have been talking about it all around me. And I'm listening. Yeah. And um so Victoria's put this podcast up and I thought, oh my god, <laughs> I get some sense that I can understand out of this. So i had a listen, which I did get sense that I can understand. Okay, that's good. Um which is great because one it sounded useful but mm-hmm. what you just said about this, like getting blasted by MailChimp. Yes. And I was thinking, I can see this happening when somebody just pumps this into this chat, CBT, yes. and oh, yeah. you get auto
1: answers back. And they just say, mm. I think the danger is yeah. that there's going to be a lot of low level kind of content if if people aren't using it in the right way, I went to this really good webinar by um, a couple of our clients called Lindsay and Martin who run Jammy Digital and they write content. Mm -hmm. They did a really useful webinar on chat GPT and how you can use it. And it was following that that I decided to test it out for Mm -hmm. podcast interviews to see how it it would turn out. Would it be useful? Yeah. Yeah, could you use it? And I think really it was the same as it appeared in the webinar, really. It's a great assistant. Can maybe help you with some research. It's not the final piece. It, it's maybe your first draft or a bit below that. Yeah, it's um, it's an aid maybe, but I don't see it taking certainly the way it is. I don't see it taking the place of humans at all. I it was fun to mess about with. But... Well, I mean, if
0: if you don't literally don't have any ideas and mm-hmm. you, talk a subject yes. thing even if it sort of gives you sort of five different things. And you didn't any of them. They've probably sparked your brain off. Yes, do mean something. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Talk about, but you can't yes. just go in there. And... No. And also, I think if you put your own content in, say you've written a blog post, you've done maybe a podcast interview, and you've got a transcript, mm-hmm. and you want to turn it into a blog, it might be helpful in that way. Um, my experience was that it didn't give me anything i would have copied and pasted no but when i put in a blog and asked for social media post suggestions some of them weren't bad or they gave you a starting point again you know so they could cut down your work for sure but it's not a finished product in my opinion (laughs) i can't really see how it would be i mean
0: it's um as as you know, I mean, I've I read a lot of sci-fi and I like sci-fi and stuff like that. And so immediate yeah. thoughts of, like, Terminator were coming in. <laughs> in yeah. Um, it's like, hang on a minute, you know, do we really want to hand over life to, you know, chat GPT or whatever? Yeah. Um, no. <laughs> and I, I don't think people do. No. But you just wonder when people start handing over enormous lumps of thinking. Mm-hmm
1: um yes clean. oh yes yeah and i'm, I'm not sure about caution to be advised definitely
0: i think so yeah Then they say we don't use all that much of our brains anyway so why
1: make it less? <laughs> that's such a good point <laughs> yes you
0: know why not increase the activity in there rather than yeah. sort of, oh i don't need to bother with that no i can see yeah in front of the TV for hours or whatever, mm-hmm. um, so it's certainly. I think that's really important and mm-hmm. important for everybody yeah. to think about. Not just for if you want a podcast. I mean, I'm sure not all of our listeners want a podcast. No,
1: but for anything, yes. Yes, and
0: I do feel that podcasts and doing them vlog like this. I like mm-hmm. seeing a face like you do. Yes, and um if people have got the time and you can't do this when you're in the car driving to wherever it is no you really can't. hope you don't anyway <laughs> <laughs> no, not advisable i'm not going on the road if you are <laughs> um but if you can sit if you want to sit at home and you know cast this on the tv even or something and, and watch it okay. then it's quite fun yes that's true and i think people like to actually it makes more connections something mm-hmm. Keen on the podcast yeah. and the vlogging and the whole thing
1: yes yes I agree yeah so what have been the big 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 successes that you have had from your podcast from booking clients on podcasts well as yep. of the whole thing of, of running your podcast business so for me I really get the satisfaction from the client's results and so I like meeting so many different lovely clients, too, that we get to work with, but really helping them with their goals. Mm-hmm. So our, something, you know, our packages have evolved since we started as well, according to what we found out our clients need. So, you know, as you know, we have the audio consultations with SAC, and we have we now work with a speech coach and she gives our clients some coaching. So it's been really lovely to give that support so that we're very clear when we book guests from the host point of view that we're giving them guests who are set up in the right way Mm -hmm. and also you know from the client's point of view that they're feeling more confident with everything so big successes I mean it's always really good when you get a client on a show that they want to get on like I had um one of our clients works in finance um she works particularly with widows and we got her a booking on on a show and she said oh my goodness she was such a fan of the host she was in her community and um she was just so excited to be getting to speak to her and have that connection with her yeah and she was a big fan and then from the interview she told me that she got a client immediately so somebody listened to her so I really like it when you know our clients are happy and, and that kind of thing and it's such we work with clients in such different areas so it's different results um, yeah that
0: must be really yes. really really good
1: yeah well, like when you say that I mean you're so brilliant at connecting with the host and you always seem to have joint ventures coming off the back of your interview so that's great. wonderful to hear
0: yeah, it, it, it's it's sort of been, I was something I was hoping for. Mm-hmm. I know there are so many interesting people. It's like this whole powerful women series has come yes. out. I've met so many. Yeah, they're not like up there on the front page of Vogue necessarily mm-hmm. like that. But when you actually hear what they're doing, mm-hmm. it's like wow, that's inspiring. Yes, you know, I'm getting something from that, and and they are as well. But it, it is fun, and. Mm-hmm. I think we're back to the connection again. I think people like to connect. Yes, I think so. And I think this is one way of doing it. Mm-hmm. And Many podcast hosts are very happy if you actually, um, you know, follow up after a, an interview with them and sort of say, that was really great. Um, you know, anytime I'd love to do something, you know, with you or, you know, can you tell me about that or whatever. And actually get yes. into a conversation.
1: Absolutely. That's and that is such a brilliant tip, I think, on how this strategy can, can like, work so well. Because I think there can be some misconceptions. Like you have to be on the biggest shows. like you were saying, mm-hmm. having guests on your podcast, you know, they're not necessarily in vogue, but it doesn't mean that it's not really, really valuable. And the networking side, the connections that you make is is such an important part. Thank I think you. when you're on podcasting, you're meeting these people. Who often really aligned with you and your and your values, your business. So you're actually making a network of
0: like minds. Yes, you're not the same at all. Yes, that's but it. You know, I can help with that, mm-hmm. and you get this sort of web coming. Yes, which is really really nice. I had one just the other day. I did a um, it's not a podcast. Did a webinar for an American group on Tuesday. Yeah, and it was great fun. Very Brilliant. Good uh 90 minutes it was fantastic fun uh lovely people and mm-hmm. a of lovely people which was nice and <clears throat> so you know we're f- doing the follow-up between me and the organizer and that and um he said oh that was really great let's do it again so i said well yeah i'd love to do it again yeah i've got this that and that and that mm-hmm. and so he said well i don't think this bloke uh, that he'd been working for would be particularly into that but I was thinking of setting up a series of webinars on this, this, and this, ah. and it was like, oh, yeah, it's like one of those synchronicity moments. Brilliant, and I think everybody has them. It's just mm-hmm. a of like being there. Yes, and yes, absolutely. back and being nice and friendly.
1: Yes, that's it. You can just just be yourself.
0: Yes. Yeah. Sure. Which, as we said, is not always the easiest thing to do.
1: <laughs> no, I th- and I think when you start off in things, if you are anxious or, or whatever, you think that you maybe who you are needs changing or mm. to be able to, to do these things, don't you? But actually, then you realise who you are is absolutely fine. To achieve what you want to achieve, you're fine.
0: Mm. But you may not be doing it like Coca-Cola or Armani. right.
1: Or That's
0: it. We'll be doing it like Victoria or like Ellen or something. Yes. And Victoria's not like Ellen and Ellen's not like Victoria.
1: Yeah. We need all of them. We do. We need to see different people doing different things that we can think, well, they can do that. Maybe I
0: can do that. Exactly. And that's so important. Mm. It's the, if they can, I can. Yeah. The inspiration. Yes. everybody. Yes, absolutely. I quite agree. And what a note to finish on excellent (laughs) (laughs) so thank you very much victoria it was absolutely gorgeous having you thank Um, you so much for having me and well i'm sure we shall do something or another idiotic again (laughs) (laughs) look forward to it and um so everybody enjoy victoria and no i don't know who you're going to get next time but (laughs) it will be an interesting woman it will be a fabulous powerful so thanks very much see everybody next time bye for now Well, hey, I hope you enjoyed that. Hope it pulled out some new ideas and new ways of looking at life, the universe, and everything. And I'd love to know your comments, so do send them to me. Doing and being badassery is fun. It makes your heart sing, and that helps everyone. And it helps you put the soul back in your life and in your business. Business, when it's really working, is fun. Full of badass reality and makes your heart sing. So let's stick all those rubbish old work ideas of toil and drudgery in the compost caddy. Let's recycle them into something fun and useful. That's what badassery is about. Having fun and being useful. If you'd like more, get on my website www.ellencentier.com. Sign up for my newsletters and check out my lives and vlogs. Let's get to know each other. Let's get together, have fun, grow your life, and make your heart sing. Let's be real. Come on, let's light our fires.